0: Hello, humans. Hello, humans. It's October 27, 8.28 in the morning. Rough day out here on the beach, or on the coast, all along the coast. We'd had a um, high-pressure system that held for probably two and a half months, or close to that, uh, keeping the rain and the storms away from us. And it was from Baja all the way up to uh, the Gulf of Alaska, and that was uh, and it was of some considerable strength. So the early pineapple Express kind of uh, storms from uh, Hawaii area that usually blow on up north, that's their function is to distribute heat across the planet. Um, they usually would hit us eh, probably, Earlyish September, and we're just now getting into them. So uh, we, in fact, it's been like the only the last two days that we've had any storming at all. It, you know, it's good to get back to it. It feel, it felt too dry and um, too many uh, positive ions. So you just had sort of a not a malaise, uh, just a raspiness. Negative ions are better for humans than positive ions as a general rule uh, in. Uh, continuous exposure. But you can have too much exposure to negative ions and you get all like jangly in your nerves. Yet another proof that we're electrical beings. We're influenced by electricity from the um, from the outside. So um, interesting developments in a number of areas. A couple of really cool science things that I follow are getting some traction and uh, they're making some progress and a little bit of research more people are coming into the field they're sort of like piling on because it's interesting so it's sort of like everybody's out in a uh, like a big football field and there's all this stuff lying around on the football field and everybody just kind of like milling around walking around you know kicking this stuff trying to see um, what it is and going and checking another bit and so on and and it's a natural uh, human uh, crowd experience that when someone gets to a a point where they start getting excited about the stuff they're kicking around in the football field they will gather others to help poke and prod it and, and and play with it and decide it and that's really the way that science works it has a tendency to have what we call strange attractors where an idea a meme, uh, a notion, uh, a vague wander, wondering—even those will trigger a uh, a group or um, multiple human responses that will tend to have this pile-on effect. And it's actually really cool because we can, under the um, uh, the natural human nature response to one of these strange attractors to to something that is that triggers our curiosity and impels us to investigate further we can make great strides. The problem is the evil motherfucking Kazarian Mafia knows this. These are the people that invented psychology which I think a lot of that is psychology is a in my opinion is a good broad brush uh, approach to understanding humans, psychiatry, I think is just so full of shit, uh, especially all of the crap that uh, Freud put out and all of the other people he tainted with his stuff. But my point on all of this is the Kazarian mafia knows about this curiosity thing, right? They know about attracting humans to ideas and stuff because they uh, want to want to manipulate us. That's their goal. They want to manipulate all of humanity, and thus they study manipulation techniques very extensively. And so they know about this pylon effect that occurs, and they use it. So that's why we have uh, quantum mechanics. All right, quantum mechanics was never a thing. Everybody was working off of the ether. The Kazarian Mafia didn't want that, and so they got their boy, uh, Shlomo uh, Einstein, well, I mean, uh, they got Einstein to um, uh, start throwing shit out and kicking stuff around and pretending to be curious about it. And he never was, right? Einstein never was curious about it. He has minimal, minimal, minimal work in any patents anywhere, unlike Tesla, which was just throwing the things out like mad, you know patent this, new discovery today here, new discovery today or tomorrow there, that sort of thing. Right? And so the Kazarians uh, used Einstein's uh, notoriety that they created. They created. Okay, So bear in mind that as we, if you look into Einstein's past, you find out that he had a lot of trouble in that patent office that there were people that were pretty much continuous. That was his claim to fame, was that he worked in the patent office and then uh, came up with the E equals C equals MC squared, which he did not. That's, again, yet another act of plagiarism. Um, But if you look into his history in the patent office, there were complaints filed against him for theft. Okay, so it was never proven. It was dropped. The uh, Kazarian Mafia's owned the, the patent office there, and, and uh, he was not exonerated, but just never investigated. They just never did anything about it. And this went on for a number of years uh, that he was accused of, of uh, thieving. Basically what he did was to pass stuff on to his Kazarian Mafia people. Now that's why I will not file for patents anymore, because that is happening right now in the United States Patent Office and it it's corrupt and so there are better ways to deal with such things should you have a uh truly novel breakthrough i would suggest you don't try and patent it and you work out some kind of a uh proprietary um trade secret approach to releasing it as a product or whatever it is you've got to do with it right Uh, because the patent office will not do you any good and you'll suddenly find yourself um, fighting someone else claiming almost in your exact words what you just proposed and they um and you won't win right if if they're on the side of the Khazarians if they've slipped uh, these people your information you're basically fucked they want them to have that patent so I filed a bunch of uh, preliminary patents to test this I filed them on some very specific um things about magnetism and I have uh, some contacts in uh, uh, Even yet even uh, now even though I'm retired and stuff. I still have some uh, good contacts in the uh, defense uh, subcontracting industry and these individuals that that um, I have dealt with etc had contacted me and said hey, dude didn't you propose this? Because they've got it out coming out of their own, own company. And so I knew that this was the case, that indeed I was not mistaken on the previous four times I'd filed for patents that were denied because someone else had gotten there first, only they had not. It had not been in, in so far as I can find out these things had not been applied for prior to mine being applied for but yet they got fast-track, etc, cetera, etc cetera. And so I just don't file patents anymore in, in my opinion until we get things cleaned up here uh, The Patent Office is corrupt And even after they grant you a patent other people will come along and they'll, they'll The Patent Office can be persuaded to um, provide someone a furtherance of the art patent uh, overlaid on yours. So basically you become subsumed. You're not the latest and greatest with this idea. Someone claims to uh, Have a variant on the idea that is better than your original And so it's very difficult under those circumstances to convince people uh, in business to pursue uh, these ideas because they You know and it, it makes sense. They're they're pressured by economics, etc. But in any event, so I don't file patents anymore um, uh, for that reason, that it just is a... You're playing a corruption game, and I just don't do those. There's other ways to live rather than involve yourself in uh, these corrupt activities. Uh, And so, you know, like I say, you just uh, come up with um, some way of making it proprietary and a trade secret. You just don't tell people. You just let them use it, whatever it is, but you just don't tell them how it works. an admittedly difficult prospect when you're dealing with software, which is where most of my patents are. I'm just waiting for the pilot car area. Got a fairly um, interesting drive. It's not super stormy, but, you know, a little bit of activity here. So, Um, anyway, so we're at this weird period of time where we're starting to... um, get the overturning uh, within our overwoo, all right? So uh, we're at the, it's actually started. So it's like we're on a wave and the wave is just starting to crest. That is, it's just starting to break. The wave is just starting to spill over into some uh, frothy kind of uh, foamy water uh, as it's built up into our typical wave shape. This wave uh, is the upending of the normie narodym, okay? So uh, the bad guys, the Kazarian Mafia, through the big pharma, through the politicians, and through the media, uh, convinced all the normies that we had a legit pandemic and that there was a cure for this deadly disease that was going to rot their nads off and kill them dead. And so they took this cure. Now that was the normie narrative, Okay, it was a narrative that created a paradigm that caused them to act in in not in their own interest. Okay, they did not. They thought they were acting in their own interest, and they congratulated everybody else. And they pimped the whole go get vax so I don't get sick. Somehow that never really. Uh, uh, gelled with me. If you were vaxxed, you shouldn't give a shit if the vax was a good product. You should have been able to walk through an entire planet of people sick with COVID and you would not get ill. Well, now we know that was a bunch of horseshit. It's not an anti-COVID shot. It's, uh, they lied to everybody. And now we're at that point of this um, process. The larger, greater process is called the overwool. And that is where every aspect of our social order, uh, that is, um, corrupt and malfunctioning and, uh, anti-human, um, will be exposed. And so that's the whole larger process takes fucking years. Okay. We've seen this occur before. Uh, As what they call quote scientific revolutions. There's really just an overrule, right? You have a narrative paradigm that's out there and uh, It gets destroyed because it is a created crafted um, narrative uh, uh, To cause you to think in a particular paradigm that is bogus It is not factual and so basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to um motivate you through fear primarily and then through uh, the idea of social cohesion and then the idea of where they were pimping all of that. Oh, no, get vaccinated so my grandma don't die. You know, like it's your job to prevent this other guy's grandmother from dying and she's surely going to die anyway. But, but that's not the point. They're using all this weaponized empathy uh, to try and get you to do something that is not good for you. And they worked really hard at it. And that should have been the first clue that they were working so fucking hard and working all of these different angles because in a real pandemic, uh, you know, I've been in an outbreak of deadly disease from which people died. Okay. So there was this flu that went through, uh, the USA and, um, and most of the world in 68. And, uh, we had kids in my school there die from it. Okay. They got very sick. I was sick for about three weeks. Uh, deathly ill, throwing up, you know, uh, throwing up for volume, for um, you know, for force and for accuracy. I mean, you just could not eat anything. You just kept throwing up. It was a very deadly flu that hit us after a very harsh winter and at that time I did not supplement. I was a kid and it was not just, a, it wasn't a general thing. So I was probably way down on vitamin D. In fact, I'm quite certain of that because I got so sick, but every, everybody got sick, right? My mom, my dad, my brother, etc. cetera. Um, but as I say, people in our school died. Um, there were like three kids in the, in the school that just, they croaked from it. So, uh, I've seen paradigms that are created and I've seen paradigms around disease that arise naturally. And I remember all of the aspects of that disease because one of these kids that died was a very good friend. And it was, you know, it was uh, probably, it wasn't the first time I'd see dead people or any of that kind of stuff or had members of the family or close family members die, but it was the first time I had had a uh, bonded friend passed, right? Anyway, so it, it was a difficult um, pandemic. And it was all up and down the East Coast. I don't know how much on the West Coast it was, um, uh, affecting people but uh, in 68 on the east coast it was really miserable um anyway so um now we've got normies in this upending okay so in the overwoo everything gets churned all right so uh, we can think of it as a wave that crawls up the beach picking up sand, churning up everything, you know, p- lifting up crabs and all of this as it's coming on in and in, in making its way into high tide. And you have a force wave uh, going through the water at the same time. There's just this churning. It just flattens everything out. It just exposes everything, turns up all the sand. Uh, the wave itself looks dirty. Uh, because of all the debris and stuff that's picked up um, as it moves up the beach. And this is how the high tide deposits all that crap uh, along the uh, rough line um, of the tide. Anyway, um, we're at that point now where the normies are starting to be the debris in our tide. Because we have people like Ben Shapiro saying, uh, you know, and he's Jewish. And so he is surrounded by lives within the belly of the Kazarian Mafia and is likely unaware of it, okay? And so he's just responding to the cultural clues that uh, affect his life. He thought he was doing good, he thought he was being smart, he urged other people to take the, uh, the death shot and all of this, and he got two of them. I don't think he got boosted, okay, which is really fucking stupid, the idea of a booster Uh, You know that their narrative is wearing down when they got to come up with all these weird-ass excuses that only um, the really hammered mind would accept. And uh, anyway, so now he's turned. Now he says, he's saying he was tricked. Now he's saying this is not a good thing. And that, uh, you know, basically he's, I think, I haven't heard him, Uh, Mm -hmm. I've just read um, reports of this. And so I'll go and track it down and see uh, some of his speeches and and uh, set it on uh, double speed and listen through it. Uh, So I don't know if he's actually apologized to trying uh, for trying to pimp the facts to uh, other people, Uh, but um, it would not surprise me if he were to do so. I actually think that Ben Shapiro is, you know, he's a raspy, hard case, but um, He's a stand-up dude. He has a set of ethics, and he and he works within that um, set of ethics. And he does not, as far as I've been able to see, uh, step out of his own ethical boundaries. And so, in that sense, he's a stand-up guy. So I expect that he probably will, and maybe has, apologized to people for for uh, pimping the death shot. Anyway, so um, we're at that point now where Ben Shapiro is the first part of the debris to—he's among the first part of the debris to crash over the uh, cresting wave and start um, uh, this whole process of the dirty wave, the upending. Okay, because so we're upending the recent um, attacks and disruption of our paradigm we're upending what they put on us as all these people come on out and say, Hey, this is horseshit. You know, I'm sick. It was a bad shot, blah, blah, blah. And also as all the people die. So the millennial generation between 25 and 44 has lost more people in uh, 18 months than my generation lost in Vietnam in 18 fucking years. Now, bear in mind, my dad was, um, he's in the military and, uh, we were aware as a military family of all the shit going on in Vietnam in the fifties. So, um, you know, most people that hadn't really, most people in the United States that had not entered their mind as our next war, but we knew this being in the military, we knew the Kazarians were moving us to attack and, and split up Vietnam as their, um, Next uh, domino to fall, right? Anyway, so um, this upending is going to be cathartic. Uh, It's going to be clearing. Uh, It's going to be chaotic, um, crushing, uh, emotional, uh, extremely disturbing to everybody uh, as it develops because people are going to reconcile themselves to reality and to the large number of deaths and to what has been done, uh, to the United States here. It's, there are people all over the country that recognize this. There's, there are people that are ahead of this curve, but this, this curve, this normie curve, uh, this normie upending, uh, is really starting now and it's going to continue and it is this upending that is the direct precursor to our uh, collective um, retribution on the uh, Kazarian Mafia. So expect now that over these next two years every, every institution that has been within government within our social order here in the United States I can't speak to the others because it looks like England is still captured etc but within the United States every institution in my opinion in my projections every institution that is uh, captured and controlled by the Khazarian Mafia will have a purge we're going to go through the largest pogrom the largest hunting down of um, evil miscreants that's ever happened on this planet since uh, Genghis Khan's time, since Tumujin. And um, uh, it's, it's going to be horrific. It's going to be ugly. It'll be cathartic, as I say, because we'll burn out all of this shit. Crap will be exposed. Uh, the uh, evil motherfuckers will uh, be totally, um, hanging out there in the wind, uh, we will see as a result of this, in my opinion, we will see, um, street justice. Okay. Not a good thing. Uh, we will see vigilantes. We will see, uh, hanging parties. Um, and we even had within our data sets a descriptor and I think I wrote this in the reports about a subdivision, uh, you know, very nice houses, uh, high end, all of that kind of stuff uh, that was um, basically 100 percent Kazarian Mafia. I think this is in New York State. We don't really have a geographic indicator that is solid and good or any anything other than just a hint. So so there is some small suggestion it's in New York state and that the within the data sets it was uh, giant mobs of uh, people that had been destroyed by this um, this whole process the facts the disease the fake disease etc and they go and they burn the whole fucking subdivision down and they kill like hundreds and hundreds of people in doing so uh, mm-hmm. that it is a very 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 terrible night it is a uh, like a shocking stain kind of thing Uh, on um, the u.s. collective psyche um, Relative to us as a nation Um, You know because we haven't seen anything like this since the um, Kazarian Mafia led uh, Hangings in the in the southeast right Uh, in the 50s and 60s But we're gonna see something just really 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 horrid really terrible. I, I don't think it'll be soon um, I don't know how fast the wave, the the turning, the upending, uh, is going to oversweep the Kazarians, but it will be of an order that their power—it's already breaking down everywhere—and they're going to find themselves isolated. Uh, those guys that are in particular positions in in uh, government and stuff are going to start finding people removed from underneath them, their power taken away. They're going to be isolated and boxed in. And for them, this is a lot of them aren't even going to get the clue that, you know, that they're being um, uh, maneuvered out. Okay. Because a lot of the places they just won't be able to fire them right off uh, for a lot of internal, um, what I want to say, um, posturing. Okay, so it's all posturing. It's all public relations at that level. They can't fire these guys and admit that, uh, at least so, the um, CDC can't fire these people and admit that they were were, uh, faking everybody out. The Big Pharma can't do the same. People living in Big Pharma can't admit, uh, even if they were, uh, quote, innocent of any uh, complicity, they won't be able to admit that they participated in this. Right, it will just destroy them to the good guys to to admit that oh my God I was I was suckered and look what I did I worked on a a product that has killed all these people right uh, so you know sixty one thousand millennials so far and counting um, over the next three years I expect that to go at least fivefold right so I expect that it will uh, increase fivefold. Uh, in deaths in the millennial generation over these next few years. Wow. Big road closed stuff going on here. Always happens in the first couple of storms. Anyway, so uh, pretty much it. Uh, we're in this upending look for more of these people, uh, you know, standing up and saying, hey, this was shit. I got, you know, suckered into it. I don't feel good. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it's going to be a gathering wave and the wave has broken. Okay. It's crested, so they're not going to be able to push the vax. So they're going to keep trying. And then pretty soon you'll start seeing it just sort of withdrawn. You won't see people putting out signs anymore for uh, COVID shots in their, um, uh, their pharmacy and stuff. Now, my real question is how, you know, all right, so the logical or, or. Um, naturally occurring response is going to be for people to go after the individual human that injected them. So a lot of these pharmacy guys are going to get the absolute, they're going to get shit, okay? They're going to live in a world of shit because they participated in the in the great die-off. They were the murderers. They were the concentration camp guards. They just didn't realize it. Um, you know, these were the guys that were pulling the the switch to dump in the um, uh, the poisons in the gas chambers, and they were just unaware of it. And they were doing it one by one by one. Now, a lot of these guys, I suspect, are going to get uh, killed, right? Just killed, various different ways. Uh, but lots of them that aren't killed are going to be in a world of shit for three, four, five, six years before uh, we get into other stuff that will take everybody's mind off of this. Although, I think if I'd been jabbed, I would not have my mind taken off of it until I die. I would just be so upset about it all. In any event, though, as I say, uh, the upending is, happen- is happening, and the, the crest has, uh, on the wave has broken, and we're starting to see the spillover um, that's going to destroy the Kazarian Mafia's um, narrative here. And that's probably it for today. Disgusting, you know, depressing subject. Uh, The good news about all of this is that we will overcome, right? We're going to repair. We're going to rebuild. uh, uh, Going to create a, a different set of a different kind of a social order that won't fall for this shit in the future. Anyway, guys, stay woo. I'm going to go and do actual work and do shopping and crap. So talk to you later.